0: You're listening to Manifesting Made Simple with Maddie Rose, the podcast that helps you unleash your innate ability to manifest intentionally. From spiritual boss babes to industry experts and beyond, we'll learn what it really means to manifest with ease. Okay, I am so excited, guys. We have Miss Kelly Chase here with us today, and I'm so excited and honored to have her here. Um, I've spent the last few minutes learning a bit about her and I'm so excited to introduce her to you and have her offer, you know, her sort of zone of genius to you guys and help serve you in becoming a confident, fulfilled woman so that you can really level up in your love life and your business. So Kelly, how are you? Thanks for being here.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited. I love just connecting and then, you know, just both of us being able to share our light in one, you know, platform. I think it's amazing. So thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. I'd love for you to start and just kick us off with a background of who is Kelly Chase? You know, where'd you start and how'd you get to where you are now?
1: Yeah. So, um, my whole like business and mindset coaching journey, it actually uh, became a thing. It evolved um, from health coaching. Um, I was a health coach, I went through IIN got certified in like 2013. And I just, I was always like working, like, I mean, I was still working nine to five job and working multiple things. Like health coaching was always a side business. And of course, like we always dream, like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to work for myself. I want to have time, freedom, location, freedom, all the things, right? Financial freedom. And, but I just like, I didn't have a mentor back there and I never even knew that like, I didn't even know, like you could have a business coach. Like, I just like, didn't even know that those things existed. Um, so I was just like going about my business and the, um, I guess my story is that I was just like really burnt out obviously from doing everything. Um, and my like my vice was like, I use the word disconnecting because every weekend it was like the same, like my life was like a consistent pattern year after year. It was like, I'd work Monday through Thursday or Monday through Friday, like just extremely hard. And then Friday night, Saturday, Sunday, like all those days I was quote unquote, disconnecting, finding myself, you know, binge drinking doing things I probably shouldn't have been doing and you know it was staying up late and I just like 2017 I think it was like the first um I would say call it a personal development book but I read the life-changing magic of tidying up it was my first like it was literally like the first like self-help book I guess I had ever read and I was not a reader ever ever um, uh, like even read the cliff notes in high school and college, <laughs> just like was not in it. Um, so I read that book and I was like, wow. And I started like reorganizing my house, decluttering, that kind of thing. And I, you know, I looked at the bigger picture. I was like, it's not just things, it's behaviors, it's feelings, it's people, everything, you know, we can Marie Kondo our lives basically. So I was like, okay, well, what's not serving me right now? It's working all hours of the day. I mean, I was up at 4.45, 5 a.m. and going to bed at midnight half the time. So little sleep. And then obviously on the weekends, I fell into vodka and martinis. So, <laughs> you know, it was just like, it was just a constant negative cycle. And of course, with that being said, I was, you know, attracting the wrong, t- the wrong guys, not to say that they were wrong. It's just, that's the energy, you know, what, the lingo that we used. And you know, it's just like, no, like I couldn't attract the right guys. I was just constantly getting rejected left and right. And I'm like, what in the world? You know, like, why can't you give me a relationship? Like what? I'm great. <laughs> give me a relationship. I'm awesome. I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> so awesome. So um, yeah, so 2000, summer of 2017, I left my last nine to five job and uh, just pursued the health coaching and I was doing like fitness training at the time too. So I was able to like pay my bills and sustain life got deeper into personal development um that's like literally the beginning of 2018 i from 2000 like literally from january until like uh, october of 2018 i read more books like front to back than i probably had in like 10 years like it was wild and i'm like oh my god and i just like kept going and going i changed my entire life um i mean complete 360 180 whatever you want to call it like I, because like I said, I had been going out like on the weekends all the time. So I decided, no, like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stay in. I'm going to read books. I'm going to like work on my business. I'm going to listen to podcasts. Like I just started to like completely dive into self-care and personal development at that time. Um, It did get a little lonely though, because I'm like, okay, I don't know anyone that's kind of really doing this space. Like that's in this space as I am, because I had like all these friends that were either single still and going out or I have the friends that were like married and having kids. So where does Kelly, like Kelly didn't fit into any of those anymore. So I met a lot of people online. I definitely like, that is the power of social media too. Um, but the end of 2018 is when I decided to take the huge leap of faith and go on love is blind. (laughs) And that was an emotionally charged as you all saw on TV. if, If you watched it, um, It was extremely emotionally charged, and it left me, like, after seven weeks of filming, like, my brain just felt, like, complete mush. I didn't know, like, how to get things started back up again with health coaching because I really didn't work during those seven weeks, and I I mean, truth be told, like, I was the one that actually felt rejected, Um, although I said no at the altar to him. We had kind of had a plan to continue dating after the show and like immediately after filming he was like I'm just like not available like I'm not emotionally available for a relationship and I was like what like I think I think girls are just easier more easily able to um separate things so I'm like okay this was the show and this is what was happening on the show but also I do like you and I would like to continue to get to know you I just can't marry you in seven weeks kind of thing, you know? But I think for him, he like had it all together and he just became emotionally unavailable, which is fine. You know, he's very aware, like looking back in hindsight, I'm like, he was very self-aware. Like he knew what he needed to do to like get his life back together. And what I did, I felt really rejected at that time. And I'm like, gosh, like I've made another nice guy. And again, it's like another rejection. Like what the hell? (laughs) So it was probably like three weeks after we were filming, I invested in my first like business and mindset coach. And because I was like, oh, if anything, well, let me just like work on my business again. Like almost like, you know, bypassing emotions and voiding it out again. Well, let's go hard into my, let's just go all in on my business and this will all figure itself out, which it did. But it was more like a therapy session every time I was on the call. And I was like having these epic breakthroughs breakdowns. I mean, every time we chatted every week, I cried probably. And I was just like, holy cow. Like, and I joke with the, I joke with her. I'm still friends with my coach to this day. And it was just like, you literally did more for my mindset than you did my business back then. But that's what I needed. That was where I was at in my journey. And I knew after working three months with her, I was like, I have to do what you're doing. And I was like, I don't want to talk about food. I don't want to talk about macros. I don't want to talk about exercise anymore. Like, yeah, like everyone should live a life of, you know, health but that's not where I want to be anymore. So yeah, the beginning of 2019, I started to pivot everything with my business. However, with all that being said, (laughs) I feel like I had like every challenge like hit me like one after the other. (laughs) Um, Because I hadn't really worked that like later part of 2018 too much, whatever savings I had, you know, and I had invested not only in my business and mindset coach, I had invested like prior to like right before we started filming, I invested in another coach, um, but more in like a group coaching setting, but still chunk of change. I had never, ever invested before in my entire life. I was just like, I know things have to change for me. So um, yeah, I got, I found myself in debt. So whatever savings I had, I went the negative, went way into negative and I had some health issues too. So, I mean, I was just like putting things on credit cards and being like, Not very smart with my money. Um, But in hindsight, I'm like, well, it wasn't like I was blowing it on shopping, like I was investing in myself. So, yes, I was being smart. (laughs) Um, But with that said, um, I did step up and get another nine to five job. So I went back into corporate life. And, you know, it's just, I had to really, really shift my thoughts around that because I could have been like, oh, I failed at my business. I failed like as an entrepreneur because now I have to go back in a corporate world. And that wasn't it. It was like a stepping stone into the right direction because, oh, now I can breathe. Now I can eat and I can pay my bills, you know, and I can live still where I'm living and not have to like move in with my parents. <laughs> so it was definitely an opportunity to support my dreams, basically, isn't how I had to look at it. And it did, it like turned me so, like it turned everything around for me just going back into that space, um, especially just like mental health wise too. I mean, I was definitely like, I was depressed. I remember saying that out loud. I was like, I think I'm depressed and I had never ever used that language before. I'm like, I that's definitely what it is. Cause like, it's not like I can't get out of bed and it's not like I'm not motivated, but it's takes me a while. Like it takes me a minute to do it and I just, I just feel like things just aren't moving, like things just need to be happening and they're not, and I don't know what to do um, and all of that. So yeah, like getting the nine to five was like the best thing that happened for me in 2019. Um, So yeah, I just started like plugging away. I knew that a lot of my behaviors from like 2019 to like mid 2020, we're all like popping back up for me as far as like people pleasing and just not really being in alignment, not really standing in my power. Um, but I was, I started dating someone in 2019. Also, that was a really good friend of mine. Um, and a few months into the relationship, he started to pull away. And I was just like, no, like, I've known you for a long time. Like, there's no way, like, To me, it felt like, okay, I've known you forever. Like, this is my person. Like, we're gonna get married. Like, this is it. I'm gonna be engaged in six months. And so I like started, you know, probably creating all the stories about that, you know, and that that was the story. I was like, oh, we're gonna get married. Like, we can work through anything. We have like great communication. Blah blah blah. So as soon as he started to like pull away, I fell back into my old behaviors of like getting into that control and that like masculine energy of like, no, don't leave. And I was just like grasping for him. And anyway, so I just really dove a lot into even more personal development, but more into like the masculine and feminine energy, learning more about the relationships and the, the behaviors in relationships, and just more into my, like my power and my boundaries. I went through a whole like Mark Groves like becoming a badass, you know, becoming a boundaries badass course. I went through his whole course in two thousand nineteen, and I was just like, yeah, this is like I'm not honoring my boundaries. Period. So, and it's affecting all areas of my life. Like, like, again, as I was saying, like, although I wanted to like do the business and mindset coaching, I was not in my power. I was like one toe in health coaching, one toe in business and mindset coaching. And I couldn't like decide. I was like, oh, I'm, it's almost like I'm going to be rejecting people if I don't continue to work with the people that want the health coaching. I just like, couldn't put myself to that. But after, um, after Love is Blind was aired uh, earlier in 2020, you know it's interesting because I had finally like a few months before that like totally had stepped like back and like stepped into power and I was in alignment like I was helping girls with their business and you know girls were into coaching just really getting their self-confidence back up and themselves into their boundaries and as soon as Love is Blind was aired I was introduced on the show as a health coach and I was like gosh dang it like now now millions of people think I'm a health coach, not just the four thousand that follow me on Instagram. <laughs> like crap. So again, I, I mean I'm just being honest because I well, that's my policy, you gotta be honest. But the people pleasing behavior started to pop up again. And I'm like, gosh darn it, Kel, like just own own what you want to do and who you want to help and who you want to serve and I mean it did take me a few months I mean but I didn't really I wasn't really coaching like the few months following love is blind because I was just like my I mean it was it was a lot it was a lot of energy and just overwhelm coming from that I mean like I said like hundreds of thousands of new eyes on you and just the energy that you feel from social media like it was just wild. So I was really exhausted for a while. And, you know, people were requesting podcasts and like collaborations and things like that. So I'm like, I don't even have time to do anything else besides that. And like, I still, obviously I was working the nine to five too. So yeah, I would say like nine months ago, eight, nine months ago was when I really, really fully like was like, no, I know who I want to (laughs) help. I have to serve these people because again, I want to give them the same breakthroughs that I was having and just like Completely change their life, and I can't do that if I'm not honoring my boundaries. So, you know, the whole last half of 2020, I helped probably 15 to 20 women fully step into that. And, you know, one of the girls, she's like going through, um, she's at, so I guess I help like coaches and like online, you know, people in the online space. Um, but yeah, this one girl, she's like 20 years old and she's going through IIN right now. And I was like, you don't have to wait until you get that certification. Like, you know, stuff and you can help someone. She has already, like, I think she, um, I think it was two to three clients, one-on-ones that she, um, you know, landed for the month of January already. And I'm like, yes, girl. And like, you know, obviously I talk about money mindset and everything. Cause you know, every, everyone is, not everyone, but a lot of people are stuck in those ways that I was like back in the day where you have to like hustle your ass off to make money and you have to like hustle and grind to be successful. And like, we know as coaches, like that's not necessarily true, you know, like, and I told her, I said, so how easy was it for you to get these three clients? And she was like, it was really easy. She goes, yeah, I mean, I had to do like some things, but like, I just made like an extra thousand dollars for January. And I didn't have to work that hard. I just showed up on my Instagram and people came to me and I was like, there you go. So we just debunk that belief that we have to hustle and grind to be successful and make money.
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. Wow. There is so much to, I'm like, oh, we can talk about this. We can talk about this. We can I talk know, about this. I know. This. Sorry. That was like, I have, <laughs> no, a, long, you're good. I have a long story. <laughs> no, it's, it's so appreciated, Kelly. And I thank you and Apati for being so vulnerable. Um, because oftentimes people love to shout from the mountaintops when they've made it and they're doing all great and they don't, they dismiss the whole journey of how they got there in the first place, right? Mm-hmm. So um, seriously, thank you so much for being vulnerable because I know it will help whoever listens to this. You know, it doesn't need to be picture perfect and not everyone's climb is just, you know, linear. <laughs> totally. So let's go like this for a little while and that's yeah. fine. Um, but I would love to first, first I'd love to dive into going from, because I kind of noticed and you said, then I started reading books and I just want to dive into briefly, you know, what was it for you that said, you know what, I've got to, I've got to make a change. Like what, what moment or maybe like time frame was it for you that got you to say, I'm going to dive into Kelly and figure out who this woman is?
1: Yeah, so let's see full transparency. When I was working that last corporate job, um again, I just I remember like looking out the window like every day and I was like I'm just unfulfilled. I'm like showing up to work for a paycheck and to talk to my friends because I'm not like I'm not I don't feel challenged. And granted, I mean so I always associated like the like sales rep as like the hunter quote unquote and then the like account manager is like the farmer. And I always <laughs> and I always was in this like mindset like, oh yeah, I'm not really a good, like I'm not a hunter, I'm a farmer. Like you get, like you get me the leads and I'll nurture the crop. You know, like I'll nurture things because I'm really good at relationships. I'm really, really good at maintaining relationships, fostering friendships, all that. But I'm not good at like the cold calling and whatnot. So it's funny because like in my current nine to five, I had to make like a hundred calls a day. And I was like, oh, I have become the hunter. I am in this to win this. Like but it's the power of your confidence. I didn't know. I didn't have confidence back then. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. And I was completely just like, yeah, I'm just like playing small in that career. I probably could have made something out of that career. I just chose not to for eight years, <laughs> but regardless, it was unfulfilling for me. And I, like I said, I had been health coaching for a few years um, for a few years. I also was a fitness trainer for an audio based fitness app and there were members, it, it was literally that app, um, the members started, like, reaching out to me, like, on Facebook and Instagram, just saying, like, how much my workouts were, like, changing their lives, and, like, going very, being very vulnerable with me, um, or how it's given them confidence to, like, stand up to their husband in their marriage, like, mm-hmm. things like that, and I was just, like, wow, you know, besides, you know, weight loss, and, or their, you know, their body image goals, Um, they were just achieving so many other things in life and standing in their boundaries. And it was just really neat. And I was like, there's something about this. Like, I'm what is the pull here? Like there's, this is a sign that I need to do something. Like maybe it's my health coaching, or maybe I do need to like become like a fitness trainer. I don't know, but something was pulling me. Um, but also I had been, Kind of like going back and forth, like dating a coworker for a while. And um, it uh, again resorted to rejection. And I'm like, why can't you like be with me? Like, we obviously get along. We have to work next to each other, you know, kind of thing. And he's like, no, I can't date a coworker. I'm like, well, then you shouldn't have started to date a coworker if you can't date one. Like, what the hell? So um, I was in a very uncomfortable position for at least six months like it was a very small office and I had to like see this person every day so my heart was like you know it was like someone like I was like cutting myself every day going to work because I'm like I absolutely adore this person and he doesn't love me back kind of thing so it was that too I was like I need to get out of this situation like I have got to remove myself from the situation the guy actually wound up like putting his two weeks notice in two weeks before I did Oh, but yeah, I just like so happened, but I was like, oh my God. Like I remember having a conversation with him and I'm like, I'm like, damn it. Like you weren't supposed to do that. I I was just about to do that. <laughs> so, but I was still like, I don't care. Like I'm still going to do it, Um, which I did two weeks later, like I said, but yeah. So like, I, you know, it was just like the dating. It was the unfulfilled, like feeling super unfulfilled. Um, And then as far as like the reading goes though, like I said, I did read that um life changing magic of tidying up book, but There were probably months that went by until I read like another book. Yeah. This is so peculiar, but- I was like shopping in like TJ Maxx or something one day and this woman comes up to me. And of course I like thought it was like a Mary Kay rep or something, you know, cause they're like known for doing this stuff, but they'll like come up to you and be like, love your shoes. where'd <laughs> you And then they're like, oh, I have an opportunity. You'd be a perfect fit. No offense to any Mary Kay rep, but I, that was a personal experience. <laughs> Anyways, this woman came up to me though. And she, that was kind of like a pitch though. And she was like, my husband and I are doing this like, you know, just entrepreneurial thing, whatever the scenario was. And she was like, would you be open to like meeting my husband and I will meet obviously in a public space, you know? And I'm like, okay, sure. So had this conversation with this couple at this coffee shop. I didn't, I was just like literally leaning into any opportunity at this point. So I'm like, okay, there's a reason people come into your life. So let me lean into this. I wasn't putting myself in harmful situations, but Um, I had a sit down with this couple and he starts to explain like whatever business model this was that he was going through. And I was like, okay. He's like, it's light network marketing, but it's not like, you're never like, you can always, you're always going to be making money and you can always excel and blah, blah. blah." And anyways, he he goes, if you want to continue with this, I need you to read this book. And he gave me a book and he was like, I need you to read this book and you have two days to read it. And we're going to meet again in two or three days. And I was like, what? Like, this is a like homework. And I still didn't even really know what this like business was. Like, it was like this secret thing. And I still don't know to this day, but either way, <laughs> either way, the book was um, the, uh, the business of the 21st century by Robert Kiyosaki.
0: Okay. Yeah. I read it. Yeah.
1: So anyways, it gives me this book and it's a short read. So I was like, okay, cool. But anyways, it like opened my mind to like, oh, like investments and like, this is, this is where, this is the quadrant where we want to be but this is where you are. Do you want to stay in that quadrant or do you want to like shift things for your life? And so that book started to open me up. And then I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, obviously another Robert Kiyosaki book. And then it just spiraled after that. Power of now, like, like what, You Are a Badass, both Jen, Jen Sincero books. Like I just like kept going and going and going and I haven't stopped. Like I continue to read to this day, but I obviously never took those people up on their business opportunity, but it started- one of the best hobbies of my life so right,
0: momentum and, and investing and reading into yourself yeah. yeah that's that's awesome it was actually network marketing for me as well really uh, mm-hmm. I was 19 and my dad was in a network marketing company and uh, I was kind of like you know hey kiddo I'm doing this thing and my dad's a serial entrepreneur and now multi-millionaire um but at the time he was just starting his entrepreneurial his modern day entrepreneurial journey he was a construction uh, uh he built houses for a long time um it was transitioning out of that and onto the online entrepreneur space and it's kind of like this hey kiddo this is what I'm doing I think it'd be great for you you could do it you could not do it it's all good but I kind of was like no I need to do this and it was uncomfortable I was red-faced speaking in front of people I started reading books the first book I read was uh what the heck Jim Rohn um the challenge to succeed it was like a cds that I put in my car which I don't even own cds anymore <laughs> but it was a cd like four disc cd thing was not even that long ago this is like five what oh shit 10 years ago I guess it was a while ago wow. um And so that's what kind of catapulted my whole journey as well was network marketing. So it's a great space for like entryway. Whether you do it, don't do it, it does get you into personal development and into yourself.
1: Yeah, it Um, definitely does. It definitely does. And I, I actually, I think, I mean, I did fall into network marketing at some point. I did Arbonne for like a few months, and then I also did I did Beachbody for a while. And I really, I loved Beachbody. I mean, it helped me. I had a whole weight journey, so that is actually what helped me. Um, But Again, I think I was like not really focused because I was like dipping my paintbrush in like everything. And so I never really grew Beachbody to where I know it could grow basically. Mm-hmm. And I just had so much more passion in like doing my own thing too. So just, yeah, just never came a thing. <laughs> I'd love to talk about boundaries a bit, right? Yeah. So let's kind of reflect
0: over maybe... Last ten years or so of your life, and kind of like what I've heard from was you from you was like a little bit of like a recurring theme going on with like these boundaries and rejection and like something going on there. So for women who are women and men who are listening to this and are like, you know, what, I see myself like people pleasing. I see myself doing things that I don't want to be doing on the weekends. I I know I should be doing this, but I'm doing this, and I don't really have boundaries set for myself. Maybe what are some like of your top tips I guess or top um maybe like suggestions or guidance to follow for someone who's in that space where you're at where you're just like oh my gosh I'm not in my power I'm not in me I'm doing all these things outside of myself what's going on
1: yeah absolutely um two of the biggest things one being I would like I'm not biased because I like am a coach but like really invest yourself like into working with someone because they are the ones that are going to like be able to like pick things up while you're just talking, you know, like, and that may be able to um just shine that light back at you and be like, this is what I heard, and then you can be like, oh, did I like, did I even just say that? You know, it's working with someone, a mentor, a coach, a therapist, even like, it is going to be extremely helpful, and it will help you overcome these lack of boundaries faster than you trying to do it on your own. Um, second thing though. Oh like I always use the like be do have approach that may be something you're familiar with as well, but like what helped me really really step into that was like last year in 2020 I recognized like you know I was like I said I was like I was in this like relationship kind of that was like so emotional with such a roller coaster it wasn't serving me it wasn't serving him either because I was like graspy and you know I just because I knew him for so long I think that was like the story I was like I don't want to lose this I don't want to lose him because I'm going to lose the friendship too when I lose him and that was scary it was very scary like I didn't want that but in all I mean that's what happened we had to cut ties granted mutually we decided to like part ways but to preserve what could be a friendship later on down the road so one thing there's always going to be peace and joy like you may not you may feel sad you may feel angry you may feel disappointed whatever the situation is right at first when you first honor that boundary but I swear there's gonna be peace and joy to follow like like pretty surely thereafter um but with that said with like the be do have I recognized and because I'm teaching these girls like to also be in their boundaries and to learn their behavioral patterns and things like that like I'm helping them to do that with their love life but I wasn't 100% honoring that myself. So like to a degree I was because I had evolved a lot last year, but was not 100% because that relationship could should have ended a long time ago and for me to have like such wavering um actions in my business, it should have ended a long time ago too, you know. So the be do have like who do I want to be? Well, I want to be a business and mindset coach and I want to be talking about this and I want to be helping people with this. Well, how can you help someone to the degree of helping them if you haven't done it yourself? So I really had to just reflect on that and be like, okay, well, you're, you're contradicting yourself. Like, and that is acting out of alignment and your whole world is out of alignment right now because you are not standing really truly firmly in those boundaries. So I had to, like I said, I I just had to reassess everything and be like, this, this is going to continue to be this way. If I don't make the decision to step into my boundaries.
0: Mm -hmm. So good. So if I'm hearing you right, and just to reiterate, in other words, um, if you're in a place where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not honoring this boundary, but I'm saying that I I want to be this woman who does honor her boundaries and who does invest in herself and who does, you know, take self-care seriously and has certain things that she wants to get done at certain times and certain things that she wants to do at certain times. But here I am not doing those things. You're saying like, okay, I want to be this but I'm not showing up there for myself. So I have to do the things that I'm saying that I want to be so that I can have, right. So that I can have the lifestyle that I say that I want. Right. It's it's pure alignment, right? It's the spiritual, intellectual, and physical all in alignment, right? Be, do, have. Um, That is so, so, so good for someone who's looking like, what, where do I start? Right. Who do you want to be? And then, are you doing the things that serve that image? And if not, then let's start, and and then you can have the lifestyle that that person would have. So that's absolutely brilliant. I love to move into talking about so another theme that I've heard is uh, men. Why am I why am I attracting men that aren't aligned with me or that aren't, you know, fulfilling the image that I say that I want? Again, like going back to that bead you have. Like I want to be A woman in a relationship that lasts blah blah blah, blah. um but maybe you're like how do i what's going on there so i'd love for you to share your light on maybe things that you've learned from being in relationships and seeing the the cyclical you know rejection or them not you know measuring up to your image maybe you know a woman that's going through that she's like yes i keep attracting the same men what is going on what would you say to that woman. Yeah.
1: So again, it does go back to that Be do have, like you said, like really honing into your alignment, being in alignment and standing in those boundaries. Um, but I honestly, I worked a little bit with a love coach, um, who, and I think anybody can do this. I don't think you need to work with someone, but it does help again. It gets you from A to Z faster. Um, but so she, what she had me do was change my emotional energy. She goes, you are going, it doesn't matter how many times you say, okay, I'm never gonna date that kind of guy again. I'm like, this is what I want. I know I'm gonna date this. She goes, you're never gonna it. You might get closer. She goes, but until you change your emotional energy, you are going to continue to attract the same guy who has been showing up in your life over and over and over again. And you might get to the dream guy that you're looking for, but if you really want to attract the guy who is just showing up the way you want him to you need to change this emotional energy. So I guess it's energy work, but basically she had me go back to like the first time that I was like ever felt rejected and then kind of like chronologically go through my life. And in every single moment, what she had me do was basically like visualize myself in that moment of when I was about to get rejected or getting rejected or whatever, but actually embody the person who I wish that I had been in that moment and honor those boundaries and be like okay well f you like you don't want to be with me fine (laughs) cool see you later versus versus, but why oh my god but I'm so cool like okay well can we still be friends like you know (laughs) and that's what I would do um so she had me do that and it's just it's interesting because I feel like it was like reverse visualization tool like yeah we can visualize and that's how we manifest and we embody the feelings of it happening well then we can go back and like change the blueprint basically of our energy from past stuff that has happened by visualizing how we by visualizing and actually feeling how we wanted to feel in that moment too this isn't a book i wanted to say it's a book by neville goddard
0: mm. i'll have to read it <laughs> I didn't find it for you yeah um he calls it something different but essentially what he has you do is um, so he, he talks about it in your day. Like if you have a day where something didn't go as planned or like, you didn't like something didn't work out the way that you wanted to, or say you were on a client call and that you didn't sell them into the program. So you didn't serve them, blah, blah, blah. He talks about being in bed at the end of the day and going through your day as if it would have happened perfectly to your mm-hmm. expectation. Like yeah. if everything would have went as planned. And then through that, what you're doing is you're programming your subconscious to get the results that you intended on getting. Mm -hmm. And so you just perpetuate that process. And if you just keep doing it, um, when you've set out your intentions for the day, they'll start being more on par than having these wonky things come your way that don't align with what you say that you want. Right. Um, But I think that is so, I think that's an awesome thing. I've never, I've never done that in terms of, um, past relationships or things. My, my uh, recurring pattern was um, infidelity, mm. which, was a, which was a bitch of a pattern to get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it started when I was in high school, my first boyfriend, my first love, Um, you know, I was cheated on multiple times and with people who I also like had like friendships with, you know, so really I was like 14, 15 years old, 16 years old. So I really put a, um, self-image like like kink in my chain. Um, and so I kept in every relationship after that for like probably five years, I kept experiencing infidelity in my relationships where I would find something or, they would cheat, or something would happen, or it was always and it carried, it stayed with me. And finally, I was just like, okay, it's not them, it's me. Because if it was, if it was them, like they can all, like all men don't have this thing. So I must be pulling this out of them somehow. I don't know how, but somehow I am. And it was that point where I started getting into law of attraction, mindset, and your subconscious mind programming, belief systems, all that fun stuff that I now teach where I was like, oh my word, like that, that situation back then was so dramatic for me that it imprinted a belief system in my subconscious that's now showing up in every single relationship that I get into. Yeah. So it was kind of the realization for me that I was like, oh, like that's what it is. It's not the men, like I can actually just decide to let go of this because now I understand. Right. Versus thinking you're a victim of infidelity, you Mm -hmm. know? So um I love what, what you were saying though about going back into every, you know, where maybe where it first started and every time it showed up. Maybe instead of saying, Oh my gosh, poor me, why does this keep happening to me? You know, you kind of own it and say, Look what I've done. I'm so powerful. Like I'm so powerful that I brought this in. I could easily kick it out.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and it was interesting because I I had that session with this coach like a week, like the week after the former guy and I like broke things off and I'm not kidding a week later I think this was you know it came in because of this but like a week later um, this guy came into my life and it still wasn't the right fit but it was this guy was intelligent he was vulnerable as I just ever like a lot of things just personality wise like we're checking things off the way that he would show up I mean he would like open every door for me like run ahead to like open the doors he like came over one day brought me like my favorite color bouquet of flowers two bottles of wine and I was like what are we getting drunk tonight and he's like he's like no this bottle is for us and he goes and the second bottle is for you to enjoy with your friends I'm like, what guy thinks that way? What guy thinks a little bit far past tonight? you know? I was like, oh my god, like that like he was so considerate, he was so thoughtful and every conversation that we had was like extremely stimulating. and I was just like, this is the kind of guy I'm looking for. granted, the our we had a little bit different of a situation happening, so and I just know like I was like, i I know what I want right now. like I have you know, conformed for relationships in the past. And I, I'm in my power. I know what I want. And unfortunately, because of this one thing, like it wouldn't work out. And he was like, that's fine. Like, you know, it's, it's all good kind of thing. So we're still friends though. Like we still like we'll text and whatever, but yeah, but I was like, you know what? I think everybody comes in your life for a reason. And the reason you came in was to show me exactly how I'm supposed to be treated. Mm
0: -hmm. If I look at all of the relationships that I was in um, after my high school one, Um, I kind of took a piece of all of, (laughs) this kind of sounds weird. I kind of took a piece from every relationship that I was in of what I really loved and kind of left behind what I didn't like. So, you know, my first relationship taught me that trust and that, that special, you know, container where Mm -hmm. you have that trust and it's not, you know, uh, penetrable by infidelity and stuff like that was important to me. It taught me what that meant, you know, the importance of it um you know my second relationship taught me that it, it, relationships can be easy they can be fun you know they can just be casual it doesn't need to be like so hard work um and I kind of learned a lesson in every relationship and then got to a point where I was like okay so I want this from this person this from this person this from this person this, from this person, this from this person. Yeah. and I love all of these things and because I was focused on what I was loving so much out of the relationships they kept then I started carrying that stuff with me instead of the shit right for lack of a better word and then I actually met um Eric who I believe to be my life partner uh in January of last year so we're almost on a year now um and he's just yeah Mm -hmm. blew me out of the water so it's right around the corner (laughs)
1: yeah I know when I well I it's funny because I like reported my whole situation like back to the love coach and I was like this is what happened like this is how this new guy showed up or whatever and she's like he's the great guy before the greater guy and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <the> mentality, baby. <laughs> All right, Ms. Kelly. Well, I so
0: sincerely enjoyed our time together. It was so much fun. How, if someone's listening to this, how can they
1: find you if they want to work with you, if they want to learn more about you? What can they do to, to find you? Yeah. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at Chase Life with Kelly, website chaselifetogether.com. Um, and then over on Facebook, I have a Facebook group also called Chase Life with Kelly.
0: Beautiful. Chase life with Kelly. I love it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. I appreciate this conversation and we'll talk soon. Awesome. Thank you. Yay. Thank you for listening to today's episode on Manifesting Made Simple with Maddie Rose. If today's episode rang true for you, I only ask one thing please screenshot, tag, and share your biggest aha moment with me on Instagram. I can't wait to hear. Until next time, hold your head, thoughts, and vibrations high.